the tea is being spilt. I feel so Mariah when we do tea for pod. I'm just like, we need this for our vocal We cords. do. We need to be on vocal rest <laughs> in between. <laughs> I think that, that that's that's sort of where I would like us to go mm. with podding is where we record for a two-hour period every week. But in between, vow of silence. no talking. Full vow of silence. Yeah, just like <laughs> cloistered. <laughs> Get thee to a nunnery vibes. I mean, that's how Somewhat. I feel. Girl, I've had like a real perfume week. Wait, really? I kind of just stuck with that. Like I went. And that's so cool because I have had quite literally the least perfumed week of my life. That's not true at all. Oh, well, last week. Actually, that's not true. I mean, even last week. So I was just with family. But even in that, I did manage to... Uh, jot down a few frag related pod topics. So like I do my homework. I mean, what fragrances are people wearing upstate? (laughs) (laughs) Now that is a great question. And I would tell you if I had gotten close enough to anyone to know. So you kept your mask on because safety first. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know me. I do be masking like my scream mask (laughs) that I wear 24 seven. Yeah. My my like skin suit of like someone else. Um let me try this beautiful buckwheat tea. Okay, we need a Yelp review on pod of the buckwheat tea. Yeah. Do it oh wait, let's <gasps> we never have done a like numerical or a a a, a, a let laterical laterical, yeah. Laterical exactly. scientific word. Uh laterical grading of the tea that we drink every pod. I think it's important that the And this know. yeah, just so everyone knows, this is the same old, same buckwheat ass fucking tea. So butcha. But it's like incredible. That's no, great. I it's say great. that with no malice in my heart. Absolutely not. Um okay, so initial sip. <laughs> yeah. It translates over, you know. Such a loud little slurp we got going on there. Well, it's for our audience. I mean, yeah, performative. (laughs) You gotta be theatrical. Performative. You gotta give them the old razzle dazzle. (laughs) Come on. So, okay. I I would like to. Sorry to interrupt no. you, but no, 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 no. I mean, don't apologize. Okay. No, no, no. Always interrupt me. So I'd like to propose a new category. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's exciting. So we have initial spritz. Yes. I love initial spritz. Yes. I think if we talk about the initial spritz as the opening of the right. fragrance, I think we should have a dry down rating. You know what? I am a hundred percent on board with that. Cool. I'm ready to add a new little sound cue to the soundboard. Oh my god, I can't wait. So um, that's five. Yeah, it's gonna be that feels round. It's gonna be initial spritz. <laughs> strength. Yeah. Longevity. Yeah. Dry down. Yeah. And bottle aesthetic. Bottle aesthetic. That's perfect. I think that's great. I think that's like all you need. I was, while I was listening back to us talking about Acro Smoke. Yeah. Because the dry down and the opening for that are so different. Totally. You really need that extra category. You do. You do. And it like, 
it definitely tells you different things about it. Yeah. So like it's a useful metric for any listeners who are considering a purchase. No, totally. I think also because our pod is a temporal medium. Mm-hmm. Did you just hit your teeth again? No. <laughs> going to have to no, give you I did. America's Next Top Model full <laughs> dental reconstruction. Yeah, what you missed last episode that didn't make it in, and this is like a peek behind the curtain, <laughs> um, we had a very, very, very long sidebar discussion mm-hmm. about orthodontia. I think we did 40 minutes on orthodontia. Yeah. <laughs> and it, we got there, uh, you know, the only way out is through. <laughs> And we got there through the vehicle of Top Model, which do you want to talk about how that came about? Both you and I were really shocked and appalled and excited by the idea that someone had a gap widening procedure on Antium. Honestly, I will never forget the image of that little spinning (laughs) saw, like getting closer and closer to Chelsea's mouth. I actually remember who it is. Oh my God. The poor thing. Have we talked about on pod the fact that like I at one point and maybe could still today to this day, uh, at one point I could name every single ANTM girl like in elimination order from every season. Oh, you told me that. Isn't that so? I think you still could. I I think I tried to do a round of it because I was like getting concerned about like memory loss. Yeah. So I tried to do a round of it like fairly well, recently. You need to make sure that that's still in your brain. You didn't lose it. That'd be yeah, horrifying. Yeah. I needed to make sure that the most important information <laughs> yeah, exactly. was still at the top of mind. Exactly. But the craziest thing is sometimes when I get like reminded of an ANTM girl, I'm yeah. like, oh, I know her last name. Not only do I know wow. her first name, I know her last name. Wow. And they didn't even talk about their last names on the program from the blogs you know yeah so i was like a massive like forum head oh my god amazing such a fucking nerd you got an a plus in america's next university (laughs) (laughs) and it's not only just that and i mean again i'm not gonna go too deep into this because it's like we already did that well it's what we cut yeah (laughs) yeah maddie's just like has a giant pair of scissors <laughs> that she's just like clacking in the background as I talk. It's like, I'm it's cl- all cutting. I'm clanging two perfume bottles together. <laughs> You're like, bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. <laughs> we gotta go. Yeah. But no, like, I also got into like the international seasons. My, my, oh. The rabbit hole went so deep for me. Yeah. I watched like, Almost all of Australia's next top model. You get really committed to international shows. I can't think yeah. of a program that I watched an international version of. For me, it's only at this point my my big two. Yeah. The like the two that really I've organized my life around. Of course. So top model and drag race. Your personality. My whole entire <laughs> fucking personality. But I don't think I've watched an international season of any other show. You didn't watch the international Vanderpump Rules? Oh, yes. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. Caught me again. I actually do think that there's like international potential for a show of the Vanderpump model. Of course. Like they need to do that like Housewives and just get cameras in fucking every fucking ditch water restaurant 
it's, from here to, you know, Timbuktu. It is actually outrageous that that's, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but think about all of your stories growing up from mm-hmm. like your early adulthood. It's all service industry stories. Fully. How is it that that's the one program that has delved into that world? Well, Below Deck is kind of like that too. Have you ever watched Below Deck? Yes, I have. It's also successful in that it's like a microcosm of a world that you just like go into. It's like all these people who just like fucking have to be around each other all the time. True. And thus, you know, people, tensions flare, people fall in love, like all the things that happen when you're like a small group forced into concentrated like and it's the white lotus like psychotic you know serve us versus served (laughs) versus served (laughs) s-u-r-v yeah um and i was gonna say the show is mid but it's actually med (laughs) (laughs) it sure is listen if that doesn't make it to the pot it's fine i have in fact sexted with a former cast member of Below Deck. Who? I'm not going to say. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I respect I, I respect feel like that. if so if anyone has like watched all of the seasons, I feel like it'll be very clear who. Cut to but, me this weekend doing like 19 hours of Below Deck. I just like giving our listeners little hints and dibs and dabs, you know? That's your Easter egg. That is your fucking Easter Happy Easter, by the way, babe. <laughs> She has risen. She has fucking risen. Um, okay, I'm She was out. hung and now she's risen. And now she's risen. Um, I'd like to talk about the following topics. Okay, cool. Let's <laughs> just read them off listicle style. Well, okay. Buzzfeed this, list style. This is one that actually, I mean, I don't want to like step on my fragrance at all, but I'd like to talk about perfumes that hot guys like. Okay. I love that as a topic. Thank you. Because also... It really corresponds with like where my head is at mm-hmm. because I'm horny again. <laughs> After months of celibacy where I was truly like ready to commit to a life of service to our Lord. Okay. I don't want to, you know, disavow your experience, but babe, it was month of celibacy. Babe, it was month. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, maybe it was month, but it <laughs> lasted across the course of multiple months. Right. You can't tell yes. me that's not no, true. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So you're right. Yeah. Wow. So she's back. She's back. Amazing. It's so interesting because it was like when I was with my family in upstate New York, I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to be like, every time I go somewhere new, I'm always like, oh, like, what are the Tinder offerings of this fair locale? Totally. But then I wasn't excited about it at that time. I was just like still in my celibacy mindset. So you're talking Abstinence about only education. You this know? was five days ago? Yeah. <laughs> so then it all changed. Uh, baby, it, it, that's, that's how quick it is. Des- destiny turns on a dime, bitch. I love that. I love so, that. Yeah. And so like it was the whole trip. I was like, huh kind of weird that I'm not like excited about the possibilities lurking in the woods out here. Yeah. But then literally as soon as I touched down back in LA, suddenly the pendulum swung so far in the horny direction. Amazing. And I have been literally like incapable of doing pretty much anything. 
other than just like sexting 24 seven. You're back on So air. I'm back on like my frantic swipe dipe, you know, um, Tinder. And I now have a lot of headspace to consider what hot guys are doing with their lives. One of which being, how do they smell? How do they smell? Well, how do they smell? How do hot guys smell? Which is great. And yeah. also what perfumes attract hot guys? Oh, right. Well, so I think we already did sort of talk a little bit about your field work that you were doing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, My important where you research. Were doing some, you know, a serve, an informal survey. Mm-hmm of what perfumes are most popular on the apps. Any new results to report on that research? Unfortunately, I've quit the apps again. So I'm back in retirement. (laughs) See, this is now like maybe now I have to take up the the field work. Maybe maybe it's time for me to pick up the clipboard. Girl, (laughs) it's it's an amazing conversation starter on the apps. So, okay. I consistently in my Tinder bio always have... Um, like a little question at the end of it just to make sure that everyone read the full yeah. bio. Yeah. Because there's information in there that I feel like they need to know. It's mm-hmm. mostly that I'm trans. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have a little Easter egg question at the end that's just meant to be a reading comprehension test. You should put it in the middle because men, they think they can speed read. They go straight to the end. And that's a good point, actually. Uh, it's fine. What? I should really bury it a little bit more. <laughs> Um, you but put, you put it in just like pig Latin yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, why doesn't anyone get it? <laughs> so crazy. But no, like, um, for a while it's been guess which U S president I'm related to. Oh, you told me that. I love that. Which is good. Yeah. But then also it's just like all of the U S presidents are like war criminals and slave owners. So you feel so like you're alienating I'm some like, matches. Yeah. Okay. Some of the people, some of the ones that they suggest for me also, I'm like, Oh, so you think I'm ugly. <laughs> That's what so, you're trying to tell oh, me. So, <laughs> well, who's like a hot president that you wish they said Franklin Pierce, the one hot president. Okay, cool. Well, Obama's like on the hot yeah, side. Yeah. Kennedy. Does anyone ever say Obama? People say Obama I'm a lot. Obsessed with that. <laughs> I'm like, girl, nice try. <laughs> why don't you try again you're like well you read so yeah you passed the test regardless literally i just tell them if they guess it wrong i'm like that was a reading comprehension test there we go exactly all exactly but like in the past i've done like guess my zodiac sign but now i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna ask like if you read like write back what your favorite like what perfume you're wearing right now perfume you're wearing right now Right the fuck down. No, but like, what's your favorite perfume or something? Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of cunt. I mean, I like it's cool. You get some good, yeah. And then like half the guys are like Thai food. (laughs) Yeah, like that's fine. Cool. We tried. Yeah, and also too, I honestly think that like for when we start having guests on pod here, there's lots of people that I've talked to about coming on the pod and being guest and whatever. But they're like, I really am not like a frag head. I don't have like this like collection of perfumes. I don't really wear a scent a lot of the time. I'm like, but you have a nose. 100%. DNA. I don't want to say that's better. It's not better, but it's great. It's interesting in its unique way. Yeah. Like there's like a specific thing that we get to talk about with those people that like we wouldn't get to talk about with the, you know, the noses I'd like to fuck. 
That's kind of going to be a thing where, like, if we ever did pop off to such a degree and we got... Olivier? Well, some of the noses that I've, like, specifically expressed thirst for. Yeah. I'm like, "Mm, kill me. So you wouldn't want to have them on pod? Well, I don't know. That's, like, a very loaded question. Because you, what, for what reason? I feel like it's like, well, it's not loaded. It just goes in a lot of directions for me. I'm like, on one hand, yes. On the other hand, I'm like, I don't want to like, I don't want to be, try to be professional while I'm being thirsty. (laughs) You know, it's like, (laughs) right. He's very like, this is a fragrance I made in the eighties when I was with Fair Manish. And we're like, it smells like pussy and it's bitchy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't want him to like think we're idiots basically yeah which we are but i do we are completely but i do feel like perfumers must have the same perspective we do which is like you have a nose yeah like they don't make i can't imagine they make their fragrances only for frag heads that would be insane yeah i kind of do wonder if i would love to talk to more of them which is i guess why we have this fucking podcast absolutely because I kind of think that like some of them must be like real like snobbies proletariat like of the people whatever oh. and then some are snobbies got it you know I, I kind of think like I would love to talk to ones who really are just like with of the people like the people's princess you know well part of what I want the people's princess yeah <laughs> the princess die of yeah perfumers. I'd love to talk to princess die on pod actually so oh my god same I talk to her every night, actually, in my dreams. We just, like, put the mic up to her (laughs) grave. What's going on, girl? What do you think? Hey, girly. Um, But part of what I wanted to talk about, too, were scented household products. Oh. Because if you go to that, if you go to a fancy perfume school in Grasse, like, if you go to study to be a master nose. Yeah. There's a very small portion of those people who actually make perfume and for the most part, what you're learning to make are fragrances for other things. Wait, really? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that actually makes so much sense. Everything is scented. And then you realize what an yeah. art it is. Wow, fuck. So it's like your Neutrogena soap that you use, your hand wash, your fucking cleaning materials. Mm-hmm. It's like everything that has an aroma was made by like an aroma chemist or whatever that I never fucking thought about that, but like, of course it is. So, but that's to say, I can't imagine that those people are snobs because they realize the value in knowing how to do all of that stuff. Do you think that there's some of those like aroma chemists who really like long to have their own, you know, like line? I'm sure. I'm sure. I think about this all the time, girl. I mean, I really, listening back to the pod from last week and thinking about Olivier Cresp, the fact that he made Mugler Angel, and I was researching him after the pod, he made Dolce & Gabbana Light Blue. Do you remember that fragrance? No, really? So So he's like very prolific. And then the Acro fragrances, I was going back and smelling them and they are just, I, I personally, I haven't smelled everything in the world, of course, yeah. but I have yet to find a line where one after another, it's yeah. just stunning. Yeah. Hit after hit. Hit after hit. And also in such different ways from one another, because that's the thing, like there are some lines where you're like, okay, cool. Uh, 
like uh, Aesop fragrances yep. all smell pretty much the same. I don't want to say that's true of Lalabo, but I was going to say Lalabs and I was like, well, Lalabo smells like one of three things. It, there is, and I, it's completely makes sense. Also, but I, think, I, yeah, I don't mean that as a dig. No, no. I think that Lalabo has a base. I imagine that's yeah. like a cold metallic y by Rado, it's the same. Like, yeah, no, totally. Once you've smelled Balta Freak, you're like, well, this is kind of what everything's made of, I think. Yeah, I think that, like, again, like by Rado and Lalabo have like each maybe like two or three directions that they go yeah. in, but like you see the same base in like six or seven of them, totally, you know, totally, and then all together they make up a cohesive line but that's the thing that's why i don't think it's a bad thing because i'm just like well i actually do kind of appreciate a brand with a point of view and also like the byredo and the labo ones are all different noses too i think it's not like a consistent oh, nose for all is that of true well the labo i know that's true okay the labo some of them are different noses yeah yeah i've looked that up and i'm like maybe i'm telling lies on pod no Oops. that sounds like that must be right but then uh, by Rado, I'm not sure. I kind of think that there are different noses for some of those. Now, both of those lines are owned by like much yes. larger, like Estee Lauder brand companies. Yeah. So, and again, it's to me, it's so exciting to see like how. I get really excited with any like art form to see the way that people play with like conventions mm. and with codes and with, um, you know, kind of legacy iconography mm -hmm. in fashion, obviously like all the words I'm using are very like fashion coded. So it's like in fashion, you have a legacy house that has like, you know, different creative directors come and go and they're engaging with the house codes in different ways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like that, has always since I was first like into fashion, like really excited me because it is kind of like you're an artist and you, and you're hired for your point of view, but you're also finding the relationship between your point of view and the legacy lineage point of view. And that relationship can be like burn it all down, but that's a relationship still. Mm -hmm. And it's so fascinating to like, think about the creative constraints that are involved in that. So it's the same thing with a line of fragrances where you're like, I get so excited to see how, you know, like a Lalabo scent relates to another Lalabo scent mm -hmm. or a Byredo one relates to another one because it gives the overall character yeah. of like the brand identity. No, I love that. I'm, as you're talking, I'm imagining like, um, like a review session, a perfumer mm -hmm. comes in and they're like, Oh, I've got, I made this like Damascus rose for yeah. the Labo and we want to release it. And what do you think? And the conversation is probably both. Is it beautiful? And yeah. also does it make sense with the rest of the collection? Exactly. Cool. I think that that's like so fun. It's so true. Yeah. Like everything. And this is why like genuinely marketing and like branding is kind of interesting. Like 
I, I get sometimes so wrapped up in being like anti-capitalist and whatever, but like as a concept and as a sort of fuel for like creativity, yeah. when you think about it in those terms, it can be really interesting. Like creating a consistent but still nuanced brand identity is like a fascinating concept. So then here's my question with this in mind. Mm-hmm. How do you, how does one define niche fragrance? Okay. That is a great question because I don't know, like, what do you, what's like the sort of like dictionary.com definition of that? From what I understood, it was, and this now I just don't think is true at all, but I was under the impression that niche meant like, do you remember bean to bar chocolate? Like Mass Brothers chocolate? Oh, yes. I thought that that's what it was. Like the person who is releasing the scent is the perfumer who created the scent. Oh, interesting. But we know that's not true of many niche brands. I was going to say. So. I thought, honestly, I think like when I first started hearing that term, Mm -hmm. I thought it was just like, oh, just quirked up. (laughs) I think that is what it means now. Yeah. I don't even want to say the ones I'm thinking of, but there are some niche brands that I love where I know that the name on the bottle is not the perfumer. But that's okay again. And that's okay, but it does confuse. Well, but it's like it confuses only if you're um, defining it under those terms. Yeah. But this is the thing that's so interesting about like the idea of creative ownership that I like, I find these conversations fascinating in every single art form. I think it's, really cool that like there's the sort of structure in place in fashion like I just mentioned and in fragrance where it is kind of like there's the overall name and then there's the overall brand identity and then there's the way that the specific fragrances created sometimes by different noses all play within the codes Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. all of that is fascinating because it understands clearly that like creative products are not the individual ownership of anyone and like ideas are actually collective like ideas are collective property and so i'm like this is like a big thing for me always Mm. but people in visual art get so fucking bent out of shape about the concept of like if you tell like a, a regular regular person that doesn't know anything about the art world about the fact that like almost every piece of art that you see in a gallery is made by like a person with their studio assistants Mm -hmm. and like, and a projector. (laughs) Well, (laughs) and it's like obviously going to be different for every person. You know, like we know people like there are some artists in our acquaintance who are literally like, I am a painter who just like is in my personal studio. I stretch all my canvases. I like grind my fucking pigments and I put every brushstroke on that canvas. But I also know people that are part of enormous like studio collectives where there's an individual artist whose name is on the work at the end. Who's creative directing. But who's basically creative directing. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't necessarily find anything inherently wrong with that per se, as long as it's not an exploitative situation. Yeah. Basically, yeah. I just think that like the idea of the individual artist who gets like a bolt of inspiration from God and then like carries it out through their own hands. And it's like a completely new idea 
unrelated to anything that came before it is so fucking stupid. Yeah. And that's not the way that like almost any creative project product that you see in your life gets brought to your door. You know, of course I've spoken to many studio assistants who are like, if you see, Oh yeah. You know, X, Y, and Z piece made between this year and this year, I did the whole thing myself. Every single part of it. I made every single part of it and it sells for half a million dollars and I make $25 an hour. Yep. I actually know, uh, I know an artist that I went to school with who was a studio assistant for like a very famous artist. And he was, you know, I was at one of the artist's openings with my friend and he was like telling me about his experience working for this guy and was being like, yeah, like similar story to what you're just saying, like between this year and this year, anything you see, I made it Yeah, like literally like from start to finish every piece of it. And he was like, so when I quit, I just stole one because <laughs> oh it's mine. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, yeah, go the fuck off. So that person's half a millionaire right now. Basically. Yeah. yeah. It's like his like insurance, essentially, because he'll just sell it as one of the guy's pieces. Whoa. It's, but it's not in the catalog raisonnaire. No. So Isn't that so fun? It's black market. It's like black market. <laughs> I'm sure it's like, I'm like, I'm sure that's like very illegal in so many ways, but like also fuck that. Right. Because the art world abides by laws. Right. Right, 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 right. I mean, yeah, again. The laws of art. <laughs> this is me over here being a law abiding citizen no. starring Jamie Foxx. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's just such an interesting thing that like, I feel like, some industries have like a recognition of that kind of like creative process being yeah. collective and some don't. Well, I'm wondering now, cause we were talking about the beautiful Dries Van Noten scents mm-hmm. last week and I haven't actually smelled them. Me neither. But so th- it's true of those. It's true of, do you remember when we went to Saks and they had all those really beautiful Dior oh, fragrances? Yeah. I wonder, let's take Dries for example. I imagine that those are made by Fermanish or one Probably, of the bigger. Yeah. So they have that whole team of perfumers. Totally. That's and they have different ones for each individual scent. I imagine. I would imagine, yeah. So then, and even like we're on the conversation of what's niche. Mm-hmm. I still, when you talk about like, okay, um, I think that Estee Lauder bought Byredo. Yeah. So or Poog or something, but or Pui, what's it called? Whatever. Um, <laughs> Poog the Kate Berlant <laughs> podcast. Poog, Puish, yeah, Pui, whatever. But when you say like, okay, Estee Lauder bought this niche, yeah, fragrance brand, right? Is it no longer niche now that it's owned Ugh. by the corporation? It's like that. Um, oh my god, this is so fucking gay of me. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Do you know that thing about like Odysseus's boat? No, girl, tell me. <laughs> I don't know if this is actually what it's supposed to be. Like, for some reason, this was like told to me as Odysseus's boat. Okay. So Odysseus, I don't know why it's him, had a boat. I think I've heard it as like Hercules's boat too. It's like a random, just insert Greek figure. Mythic. Um, Odysseus had a uh, boat. And it's made of planks of wood. Every year he goes through and replaces a plank of wood. At some point, all of the planks of wood in the boat will be different from 
when they were originally put in. Mm-hmm. At what point does it become a different boat or is it always the same boat? Mm. Like if every single component piece of it changes, Mm -hmm. is it still the same boat and what makes it the same boat? So this is like an SAT question. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So you will be graded, actually. You'll be graded on initial spreads, strength. Can I have you smell my thing? Is it too early? Yeah, no, no, let's do it. Let's do it. it. I'm so excited for you to try this. So I'm going to like, I'm going to get a little more comfortable. (laughs) I'm going to take off my big uh, capacious sweatshirt. Capacious bag. Ireland. Ireland. (laughs) I'm wearing my beautiful Ireland shirt. It's Banshees themed, this episode. Yeah, this episode is Banshees of an Assurance themed. I'm obsessed. Just okay. like most of our episodes are. <laughs> Just like our life. Yeah. I usually walk in and throw my fingers at Maddie. <laughs> so that's not really captured on pod, but it's... That's how we vote. Yeah. One fingers and A. <laughs> yeah, they just grow back at the end. But um, yeah, spray me up. Okay, close your eyes. Yep. Oh, I felt the smooth, silky touch of a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, don't open something. Okay. Okay. Woo. I'm really curious about what you're going to think of this. Okay, so immediately, it's, I actually really like it, and it really reminds me of something I own and I like. Oh, interesting. What's it remind you of? Can you recall? It reminds me of the Diptyque um, O Capital, which I have an FB of, mm. which is a Chipre um, rose. Yeah. So there is rose in yes, this. Yes, there is. Yes, there which is. You know I'm gonna love that. I've been wanting to have you try this for a long time. I kind of put it into retirement. Uh-huh. So I haven't talked about it with you. So you're gonna give it to me. <laughs> I this was my signature scent for like five years. I've used literally four bottles of it. I love it. It's really good. It's like really, really like I may have a disparate pool of like scent notes that speak to me in different combinations and whatever. But one thing about me, I do love a rose and like, this is kind of smelling immediately like just a classic scent that I personally, it's like tailor made for me. It's a Chloe. It's a Chloe. This one isn't it's on. so good. Isn't it pretty? Oh it's not God. on Fragrantica. So we really have to wait, be creative. Re- oh, I think I know what it is. Because I know you, because we're friends. Mm-hmm. So, fuck. See, <laughs> you, see, you made the crucial error of starting a podcast with your friend. <laughs> you should really have rethought that. My friend who knows every detail of my life yeah. and life story. So, I know what this is, but I'm also going to just keep, okay. you know. Okay. It's interesting because, so I also know. I piece the clues together. Like I, I'm, I'm a detective at heart. I'm a true detective. I'm a true detective. I'm Matthew McConaughey in this bitch. <laughs> so it was partially the fact that you put it on me with your fingers mm-hmm. and the fact that it's a rose. Yeah. So, and you said it was your like uh, long-term one that you've gone through a bunch of bottles of. Yeah. Knowing that, I do sort of, 
also remember you telling me that this one was had gone bad. It's a different rose. Okay. It's a different rose. So I'm wrong. Do you think this one's turned? No. I mean, that was not my initial impression of it. I had the one that I had you smell was a rose and passion fruit. Interesting. Like, like not this one, the one that I previously had smelled. So that one was rose and passion fruit and white pepper. Mm -hmm. And this, and this, I got to say, I like a lot more than that one. Yeah. This, when I, I mean, this is kind of just like a winner. It's a rose. I'll tell you, it's a rose oud. Interesting. Okay. I mean, that is a winning combination for me. It is. It really does remind me a lot of that one diptyque one, which is one that I love. That one really, to me, the Eau Capital is the scent that I put on when I want to smell like a rich lady. So if I'm going to like a work event, if I'm going to something where I want to like appear polished and poised and expensive, expensive, I will wear that one more than any of the other ones in my collection. Because there's some like it really does put you in different even like wealth classes. Oh, there's, I could say so much about this. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Wealth whispers, but it also stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stinks. Yeah. I will say, okay. So initial spritz of this one, I'm going to give an A minus. Okay. I like it a lot, but it's almost like too like spot on the nose for me. Yeah. It's really peppery now that I'm smelling it. And I was going to say, so now it's changed a little bit. Yeah. It's initially, I was really getting just like rose and I guess Chipre is just like Cypress, right? I still don't really know what a Chipre is, to be honest. I feel like I've now at this point smelled enough of them that I can sort of distinguish a consistent quality that Mm -hmm. runs throughout all of them. I kind of feel like this is giving that for sure, so which is why it reminds me of Eau Capital. So cypress, that's like piney sort of? No, it's a little different than pine, okay. but it is like in the woody family. Aromatic wood. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and like, I don't know, like in a pine needle kind of mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. It's a play cousin of a pine needle. <laughs> To bring that back. Um, so now as it's drying down, so it was initially just like strong, strong ass rose and then a little bit of that like cypress. Yeah. Now it's dried down a little bit and I'm getting kind of a little bit of like plastic doll head. So that to me, this to me is very much of like, starter oud mm-hmm. like an artificial starter oud to me it smells a lot like there's a dias and durga oud that's called like nothing but oud or so. it's something yeah. different but it's that there's an oud that by Rado does that similarly i think oud uh immortal it might be oud immortal but oud immortal to me is like a little it, it goes in a different direction than this this to me is like a classic band-aid plasticky it is it's i'm so glad you said band-aid it's band-aid i love it i like band-aid actually it's also fading a lot on me that 
is fascinating because this one I feel lasts forever, but I really like. It's gone. It's literally like as if it were not even there. But my skin, as we know, eats everything. Can I just pull out the bottle so you can put yeah. on more? Okay. Yeah. The bottle is really pretty. Yeah, the bottle is gorge. Okay, so I'll do the reveal. Yes. Okay, so what so what is this? So this is Eric Buterbaugh Rose Oud, or Oud Rose, maybe it's Love. called. Um discontinued, I think. I can't find it anywhere anymore, which really fucking bums me out because I've gone through four bottles of them. Yeah. I used to work for the brand. Yeah. So I had a ton of them. So wait, tell tell the listeners and me about the brand. So the brand is was started by a florist in LA. Mm-hmm. Um and they worked with, you know, like a big fragrance house and different master noses to create a line of floral fragrances. So I think they're all very, very beautiful. Mm. Um, but the rose, I think there were eight in the original line and it was like um, lily, jasmine, violet, kind of osmanthus was one, like usual suspects yeah. of really, but they weren't sola fleurs. Like it, it wasn't like jasmine and only Jasmine. They had, they were like very beautiful balanced fragrances. Mm. And then they came out with this Oud collection. I love all of them also. Neroli. I think there was a lily and an orange blossom. Okay. Oh boy. All of them were really nice. Oh, and a gardenia. And the gardenia yeah. one was one that I had to, when I broke up with my ex, I left him that bottle and I'm still like, because I, that was the winner. It was absolutely really? stunning. Really? Stunning. And I'm not even usually a gardenia head, but like, you think I would like? To me, what's so beautiful about the gardenia oud is you think of gardenia, for me, I think of like really cold and wet Mm -hmm. and oud, you think warm and creamy and you're like, how the fuck is this going to, so it's like you take the things for me about gardenia that kind of make it screechy and annoying and that's warmed up and rounded out by interesting. It was stunning. That's a fun balance. I mean- I feel like I could see a version of that that would make sense for sure. It's also two things that smell incredibly strong. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it's nice to have like Well, and also like do they sort of like cancel some of their each other's strength out in the mix or no? Uh, babe, they're stronger than the sum of their parts. Well, <laughs> sometimes that do be the case. And I think that rose oud is a really beautiful like classic combination obviously. Yeah. I really, so there's two things that I want to say about this fragrance. One, Hawkeyes love it. Interesting. Door guys. Uh-huh. Uber drivers. Interesting. FedEx. Trade. The trade. The trade yeah. loves this fragrance. Interesting. It's also really beautiful for layering. I could totally see that. And honestly, the one that I keep comparing it to, Oh Capital, is really good for layering. Oh, completely. Like that, that one I bought an FB of partially because I liked to layer it. Yeah. Um, but it, that one also doesn't last super long on me. Put more of this on. I yeah, think yeah, it yeah. lasts forever. I'm so surprised. So I have a question for you about the application. Yeah. So this does not have a spritzy spritz. It has a little... Um, Crystal stopper. Like a little stopper that you then like, and then sort of just an open mouth. An open maw. It's, I think the crystal stopper is very traditional. This one has like a short little nub that goes into the top of the bottle. Mm. 
I think traditionally it's a long stick that goes into the juice and then you wipe the stick right. on your neck. I've definitely seen some of those before, but this is not a long stick. It's just a tiny little stopper. It's a tiny little and nothing. So you have to do a little doot, 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 dab, dab on your own damn wrist. Except for me, I'm splashing it on yeah. like it's men's <laughs> cologne. You're like literally like upturning it over your head <laughs> as if you were that guy in Game of Thrones with the gold on his head. That's me. Yeah, it's you. I could pour this into a Windex bottle and spray it all over myself. Spritz, spritz, spritz. So I used to layer Just like this. me trying to spray the cockroach that was in my house last night. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, girl, what? There was a cockroach that I found in my house, which was like... Was ah. it a big one? Uh, I shivered as I watched a roach crawl across the toe of my high-heeled shoe. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a big one. A big one's good. That means I know, it came I know, in from outside. You're like, okay, shut up. Let's stop talking You're about like, it. I want to pretend like it. But I did spray it with Windex, so that was fun. Did it die? The Windex seemed to do very little. So it liked the Windex. It loved the Windex. <laughs> real heads know. Real roaches know. Windex is good. Windex is yummy. Yum, yum, yum. So, anyway, okay. Yeah. So the Eric Peter by Rose Oud, I used to layer with Santal 33 oh. body lotion. Okay. That's cunt. It I feel was like that would be really good. So good. And this is why I get mad at everyone. Like when people are just yeah. like, I hate Santal. Like I hate the thing that's like the basic thing. It's like, get, get over fucked. it. Get fucked. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it does something. It's like, if you don't want to smell like, I don't know, driftwood and dirt, like look elsewhere, do something else. Yeah, I mean, like for what it's doing, it does it fucking well. Exactly. And it's like, there's a reason, and we're going to say this every single episode, but it's like the things that are the most popular are popular for a reason. 100%. Honey. I think it's also important. Well, whatever. Not everyone has to be like a fragrance historian. Obviously, I'm just being a nerd. But I think I, everyone <laughs> does have to do that. I think it is significant that it completely changed the course yeah. of what we think of when we think of like yeah. what perfume smells like. Totally. It has completely influenced all. Totally. I mean, I do appreciate that like um, the sort of like popularity of Lalab's by Raids mm-hmm. has, I think, really like shifted the kinds of scents that I smell people wearing out in the world more. Like those being the dominant brands, at least around these woods, yeah. these, these neck of the woods, yeah, is interesting because it means that like when we went to the department store and we're smelling all the department store ones, and when I smell department store perfumes now, which is like, you know, not to say that they're not anywhere. People definitely are wearing a lot of department store perfume, but there's so many more of those are like such a kind of like enigmatic kitchen sink of notes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas Lalabo and Byredo, I'm like, I can kind of discern really clear threads of what's in this. Linear, minimal. Minimal. Yeah. And I actually have been seeing more people gravitating to more linear, minimal fragrances even outside of those two ranges. So ones where you can really pick out like, oh, that's rose. No, completely. Oh, that's, you know, um, wet concrete. That's why I get 
actually very excited similarly about how Baccarat Rouge mm-hmm. is now the most popular fragrance. Oh, because you're like, we're going back in the kitchen sink, yes, baby. It's completely different than yeah. Santal. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. The pendulum has swung. And it's not that the bitches still aren't wearing Santal. We all no. love it. But Baccarat Rouge does something completely different. And yeah. it's kind of popular with the same people yeah. that Santal would have been popular with 10 years ago. Someone wanted us to talk about Baccarat Rouge, right? No. We gotta, this is the thing. We gotta stock up on the things we want to talk about soon. We have to do a little uh, field trip. When I was at Scent Bar, I got samples of things I wanted to buy and I should have gotten samples of things that I wanted to specifically talk about. I think I was thinking about asking you actually today if you wanted to like literally when I was on my lunch break, like pick me up and go on a field trip to Sephora. Yes. (sighs) Yeah. But I didn't do it because I was like, I have too much work. I didn't, whatever. But I think we should go on a field trip to literally fucking Sephora. Because you can get like travel, um, you know, 35 buck, like little vials. Interesting. And I found that at Sephora, there were barely any fragrances. I went to the one in the Beverly mm. Center. I mean, I guess, yeah, some, some are more limited than others and it probably would be better to go to a department store, like but I do think that like with the department store, we it's it hit or miss whether certain ones will give you samples and then right. a lot of them don't have travel sizes. But I do think maybe revising all of this, let's go to a department store I think so. and get a bunch of I things. I think so. I thought it was interesting when I went to the department store last time, I went to the Clinique counter, I think, and they had a bunch of fragrances and I was like, can I try Aromatics Elixir, which I think was like their first fragrance and it's super strong and it's super old lady. Mm. And the woman was like, you don't want that. Like, that's too crazy. You can't handle all that. And I was like, girl, like, girl, get it out from behind the counter. And she literally yeah. had it behind the and counter. And that's when you took out your very tiny little gun and just <laughs> cocked it in her direction. It's a fucking water gun full yeah. of perfume. <laughs> you just spritzed her with a little bit of Eric Biederbach. <laughs> like, die, cockroach. <laughs> you spritzed her with the windows, yeah. But so, did you end up getting it? Yeah, I tried it. It was crazy. It was cuckoo? It was totally So she was right. I wanted to buy a bottle just like to add it to my collection. Girl, I have been going... Ham. It's too much now. Wait, so you said at the beginning of the pod that you had a perfumey week? So I bought... Rosie showed me this fragrance. She was like, oh, I want you to try this fragrance I bought. Uh I smelled it and I was like, this is the strongest perfume I've ever smelled in my life. What was it? It's a Middle Eastern brand. Okay. That's like a drugstore Middle Eastern brand. It was $25. And she was like, I got it off Amazon literally in front of her. Buy now. I purchased it. Why? Uh Did I like it? Eh. Yeah. I just thought it was the strongest perfume I ever smelled. And I said, I want to add that to my collection. Well, babe. Uh, I want to smell it. Okay, exactly. <laughs> so, so there's a reason. That'll be here in two days. Yeah. Then there was another fragrance that I've had kind of on my list of just things that I think are interesting. It's an iris fragrance. Tiny 30 ml bottle for $200. So there was no way. Yeah. It was just something I smelled at Scent Bar that like, to me, I feel like you hate this actually. Oh. It's very old lady compact, like pressed powder, old theater makeup. I don't hate that. I don't okay. hate that. I mean, especially as like a makeup head, True. I kind of do like that sometimes. I'll have you smell. I don't it. know that I would buy a 
like FB of a perfume of that. Just like, again, not to take it back to a place of Byredo every time, but they have that one candle that is like the lipstick candle. Mm. It's called Loose Lips. Mm. Um, so that one is truly like... Waxy lipstick. Waxy old 80s lipstick. which yeah. And it's intending to be, and it does it very effectively. Yeah. I think that that's like cool. And I, I find it novel and fun. And I like always enjoy smelling it in the store. Would I spend the money to buy that? No, because I just don't really think I care to have my home smell like a waxy lipstick. I I like the smell, but... But do you want to own the thing? Right. Like, if given the choice between that and uh, the beautiful three-wick Bath <laughs> <Bath and> Body <laughs> Works candle I smell in this room with me right now... Of which I have three... I would definitely choose the latter. Okay. I just remembered that we have a fragrance podcast, so I should tell you the name of the Middle Eastern fragrance. Mm -hmm. It's called Latafa Ajwaj. Oh, fun. Oh, actually, I was just going to say, Rosie did show me this too. (laughs) And you, what did you think when you smelled that? I know she showed it to me in terms of like the Amazon listing, but she didn't show me the scent. Like I haven't smelled it yet. It's giving, it doesn't smell like Baccarat Rouge, but it's doing the same thing. It's like fruity cotton candy with something Mm. kind of musky underneath. Well, I cannot wait to see how this turns out. I already tried to return it and Amazon was like, honey, it's too late, girl. So, and the other fragrance that I was, that I purchased this morning Mm-hmm. was that iris fragrance it's by mask milano which is the same company that does milano fragrance uh-huh. um and the fragrance is called la tessa and it's a really pretty iris mm. makeup compact kind of like yeasty champagne yeasty boy it's a yeasty boy yeah it's beautiful and i purchased it i had the little sample and i was putting it on and i'm like going online to buy it it was on fragrance net and it was a hundred dollars off i mean but then I'm That's sm- chill. Okay, fine. But I'm smelling it. I'm smelling it on myself watching Real Housewives being like, well, they should wear this. But I don't want to wear this. Interesting. Like, I'm struggling recently with this idea of I can appreciate a fragrance and think it's really beautiful, but yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean I, I have to own it. Well, definitely not an FB. Especially listening to the episode from last week yeah. with Acro Smoke. Then, girl, so now I have two fragrances that are on the way I'm not crazy yeah. about. Then I log on to Essence and I say, you know what? After last week's episode, I can't not have Acro Smoke. Uh-huh. I and need to own it. The price has gone up. I knew that was going to happen because it's, I saw the Essence sale seems to be pretty much like over. The Essence sale is over. Yeah. And yet the bottle of Acro Smoke is not retail. So it's higher than retail. It's lower. So retail's one eighty five. They have yeah. it for one sixty. Okay. So then I'm just like, you f- fucking liars. Yeah, like, what are you even? You. Do- they fucked with me. Like, what are you even doing now? That's so rude. Now there's one bottle left, and the reason why I didn't buy it in the first place yeah. when we were like potting about it, and I was literally so fucking green yeah. with envy. You were losing your goddamn <laughs> shit. The reason I didn't buy it was because I have Acro Ink and I have a tiny bottle, and I'm just like, I can't have a bigger bottle of Acro sure. Smoke. Like, okay. Okay. Whatever. So now I'm just like, now I'm about to be out 160. So now what do we have? We have $80 for La Tessa. Sure. We have $30 for the Middle Eastern one. Now we're about to be 160. I'm, girl, I'm going broke now. Yeah. Well, it's, this is honestly, 
an extremely perfect segue into my fragrance. Okay. But is it cheap? Because that's all I can afford. Oh, we need to rate this. But I was just going to say, we <laughs> haven't rated this one yet. The one that you uh, lovingly applied to my wrists with thingies. I did. Um, okay. So Eric Biederbaugh, Rose Oud. Yeah. Initial spritz, I just said, was A- minus for me. You said... A- minus for me, too. Um, strength on me... It's, it's, it really, my skin did eat it, but like so I do, me. you know, it's still there to a degree. It's, it's an A on me, A minus probably, but yeah. it's very strong. For me, it's like a C strength. Amazing. Um, I, I, I don't think I could give it any higher. Yeah. Maybe even like C minus. Okay. Thank you for your honesty. Um, longevity clearly also probably low. For me, it lasts forever, but okay. It's funny. It's a very much a skin chemistry thing. Yeah. Dry down. So this is our new addition to the ratings. I like the dry down more than I like the initial spritz. I wish it was stronger on me because if this was like this, just with the volume turned up just a little bit, yeah, I would be happy. Okay, so then let me revise. I'm going to give a B plus to it for initial spritz Mm -hmm. and an A minus for dry down. I'm going to say stick with A minus for initial spritz, but for dry down, I'm going to give it an A, just like this full up. full A. Because I, I like it in that it checks off all of my normal boxes. So rose, but something a little bit more grounded, not just like a super floral explosion. Like, you know, it's, it's a rose that has some woodiness, some depth, some, you know nature to it but then mm-hmm. also with the dry down it becomes that band-aidy oud mm-hmm. and i really really appreciate that i love that i like that it's like that extra little tinge of weird i agree i think artificial oud is really weird it's weird and you don't people still treat it i mean whatever maybe they'll come after me and be like it's real oud i definitely don't think it is but if you go into What's the really expensive one? Frederic Mall. Yeah. All the fragrances are different prices. Uh-huh. And they say this one has more expensive materials, whatever. And I'm like, are you telling me mm-hmm. that you have real natural oud in this fragrance? Is that possible? Like, maybe. Yeah. But I'd like to see the receipts. I would. I would love to see those receipts. We have not really talked about much Frederic Mall. No. We did in some of the episodes that haven't been released to the general pub. Yeah. But I got a Frederick Mall sample set and played around with it for a little bit. And then I have kind of like laid it to the side, you know, and the, the rush of all of the other excitement of other things. But I kind of want to revisit and like go back into those because they don't make me totally horny, to be honest. Yeah. The, they're like, they're fine. Some of them are, I think, going at some interesting ideas. You know, honestly, this kind of also reminds me a little bit of Portrait of a Lady. Mm. Because that also is a rose, but it also has like some other a deep dimensions rose. to a it. Dark, deep rose. Yeah. Well, did I tell I mean, I think I've told this story. I don't know if we actually put it in a podcast. Well. <laughs> but when I went to the Frederick Mall store, I was 
First of all, it's gate capped. So there's right. a woman behind the counter who sprays you. You can't yeah. pick up a bottle and spray yourself. As soon as you walk in the room, she spritzes you in the face <laughs> with pepper spray and <laughs> Who's calls the, the cops. roach now? Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> this is the roach episode. <laughs> this is the roach episode. So you go in, she sprays you, and then you feel like you're fucking bothering her. Yeah. Because you're hanging out there and you have, she sprayed five different fragrances. It's just truly like Franz Kafka metamorphosis. It's so metamorphosis. <laughs> She's like, ah, a roach, and keeps spraying you with Windex over and over and over again. And then you're like, wait, I'm shopping. And she's like, no, you're an insect. <laughs> and she gets out a giant shoe and starts chasing you around with it. I knew I felt weird this morning. so weird. That, that usually doesn't happen to me. <laughs> Most stores I go into are really nice to me. Yesterday she was nice and today I feel different. <laughs> but so, um, yeah, it's not like the ideal no. shopping experience. And she sprayed five fragrances and she was like, we, we spray a maximum of five because you get nose blind after five. I was like, you fucking liar. Yeah. Like, don't tell me. Don't tell my nose yeah. anything. Don't tell me to stop. Don't look away from yeah. my nose. But also, like, literally just fucking wave a little coffee can under my nose. Or whatever. Just, we're adults. Yeah. Treat me like an adult, Don't please. fucking patronize me. I'm not a cockroach. No. <laughs> I am not a cockroach. But have you smelled Synthetic Jungle by Frederick Mall? No, and I want to. That wasn't part okay. of my sampler set, so. That one's cool. Rosie was telling me she really likes it, and I think it's really weird and cool. It's super strong synthetic gardenia. Interesting. And rose. It's like, <laughs> I mean, that uh, description plus the name is very sexy to me. It's really sexy. That's really cool. I don't think I would go crazy for it were it not for the name. The name like really does a it's lot for it. It's such a good name. I feel like we should maybe add name to our rating system. Oh, brilliant. Like, why haven't we been rating the name? Because Rose Ood, it's like, okay, we like that. It's yeah, straightforward. I mean, sometimes it's just going to be like uh, N-A, you know? Girl, you're so right. But some of them. Basilica. We got to rate the names. We got to rate the names. Oh my God, I'm so excited to smell. Okay, okay. So we're, we've done initial spritz, mm-hmm. dry down, mm-hmm. longevity, strength. strength I've not done bottle aesthetic. No, we haven't. I really think that the bottle aesthetic visually is so chic. It's a gorgeous obsidian black like jewel of a sculptural object. It's really pretty and it has a little stopper at the top. Um, it's like a traditional yes. perfume bottle that you would see on like an old lady's counter. But black. But, but jet black. Black as night. And I think it's crystal. Yeah, it looks heavy. Is it heavy? Yeah, it, it feels really hefty and heavy. Yeah. I am obsessed with it. It's like among my favorite bottle designs ever. Um, it's like perfect to me. I mean, like this is what I want most perfume to look like. However, my one slight reduction of points is the fact that it sacrifices being a spritzy. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Philistine and I love a spritzy. I don't even think there's a, you couldn't possibly modify it. It just is. No, what it it, is. you literally couldn't have a buff. This is why I'm like a contradiction in terms. Yeah. Like I'm a bitch, I'm a mother, I'm a child, I'm, I'm a, a lover. lover. Yeah. So, um, I feel like I want it to look exactly like this, mm-hmm. but somehow also spritz me. 
you want some magnetic cap that hides the spritz that's like super chic and fab and invisible. Yeah, I feel like if you've made this like a little bit bigger, this part that is the stopper could actually just be a cap. Chloe's gesturing to the neck of the bottle and saying that she wants a wider mouth. (laughs) I mean, yeah, again, it would fuck with the aesthetic, (laughs) but I think it would be kind of cool. I think it's pretty too. I struggle with perfume bottles. I was having this conversation with someone the other day. Yeah. I don't know that I have found a perfume bottle truly that slaps. Interesting. I'm just not sure. I think this is a fave. It's really pretty for me. It's really pretty. Like, but, it, but again, I have to deduct for the fact that it doesn't apply in the way that I want it to. And that's part of the bottle design. Okay. Well, let's hear your honest rating. A minus. A minus. Which is still really good, but it's not, um, it's frustrating to me that I can't give it an A plus. I guess I would give it an A minus two because part of it with the bottle design for me is something we talked about last week, which is it's not necessarily, is it the most beautiful you bottle you've ever seen, but is it a bottle that fits the juice inside? And yeah, I actually think it also kind of loses a little bit for that. Oh, I was going to say it's a good match for the juice inside because it's a very dramatic mm. bottle. I, I kind of don't know. Right. I do think that the, the bottle elevates the juice inside for me. Mm, you prefer the bottle to the juice. I think that like if it if this scent came in a different looking bottle, yeah. I would think differently about it. Okay. Not necessarily that I would like dislike it because I like it. I think it. I would like it no matter what. Yeah. But when I see the bottle, it makes me like it more. I like that. So, so if I said, because you know I've been trolling Bath and Body Works, mm-hmm. if I said to you, surprise bitch yeah this is rose googly goo from bath and body works would you be like you got me that or would you be like you fucking liar that's not true shut up i kind of feel like there's no way it could be there's no way i don't know yeah there's smell an ood from bath and body (laughs) i would love to smell a bath and body works ood that sounds so fucking sick so wait, this is Rose Oud. Yeah. Can we rate the name? No. Sure. F. <laughs> I think. No, uh, C, because it's, for me, it's a C because it's adequate. It's doing what it has to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. C for, like, C for I, I, I see. <laughs> dot, 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 dot. You know, like, oh, I guess. C for lack of creativity. Yeah. <laughs> C for, I don't care. I couldn't care less. So yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. But name is a good new category. I think it's great. I'm sorry this is non-frequentica. What I discern is pepper, leather, oh, maybe. pepper for sure. Yeah, there's pepper. I think leather. I think there's nuttiness, mm. um, rose, and band-aids. Yeah. So we. Um, one other thing that I love to do... Mm is who wears this? Oh, of course. So do you have a thought of who wears this? I think like rich mom. Because to me, it's like, I want to incorporate the Band-Aid. So someone injured. Yeah. (laughs) A wounded girl in the forest. (laughs) 
She's pricked her finger on a rose. I mean, this is the kind of perfume where when people say they, like, quote, hate perfume. Yeah. This is kind of what they're talking about. Really? It's not the only thing they're talking about, but they would be like, P.U., that has an odor. You know what I mean? It, yeah, it, it yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. smell like you said, like super minimal niche dirt. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I definitely do think that this is a sexy ass thing. Incredibly. That like men would jizz all over. Yeah. But also. But it's good for layering. So that would be nice. It's good for layering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top notes of jizz. <laughs> So, but also like, you're right in that it is like a little bit like big little lies PTA mom. Totally. Totally. I think it really, that that's actually really mostly where it goes. It is like fucking Laura Dern in big little lies. I'm only saying this because it's oud, but you don't see this kind of like wafting through like the mall, the indoor air conditioned mall in Dubai. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. I could see that. So it's either an air-conditioned indoor mall in Dubai or Laura Dern. <laughs> I mean, and also, why couldn't those things smell exactly the same? It makes sense. kind of makes sense it to me. It literally makes perfect sense. So we lost the original segue into my fragrance, but so I'll, I'll bring her out. It's okay. Yeah. I have two things with me today. Cheater. Sorry. I love to cheat. Um, so I don't know how we want to do this. I put both. I did too. I, I did well, I this was on like both. having too much fun for some Same. Reason. I, this is bare. This is more yeah. bare actually. Let's do. Yeah. Creases. Okay. <laughs> All you need a crease. Our little cracks and crevices. Okay. okay. So yeah, that's, this is completely skin. And it, I, I showered right before I came here. So like I'm clean, baby. I showered with perfumed body wash well, from Olympic Orchids. Mm-hmm. Olympic Rainforest. Win. It's beautiful. So, okay, close your eyes and I will uh, delve deep into my la-la-ling. Delve into my crease. Yeah, hold on. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you tell all the guys that picture. <laughs> okay, hold on. So we're doing one at a time. Ooh. Okay. We, don't look. Do you want to start with this one and then I'll do the next one next? Or... This is a fragrance I would have loved in high school. Yeah. It's like very that. What is that? Like Gardenia Freesia something? It's obviously really sweet. It's like sweet white flowers. Floral. It's got like a weird note that I'm, I've been struggling to put my finger on. I want to say almost like almond or something is it peach rings it's kind of peach oh my god it's peach it's like peach candy oh my god that's what it is well now i love it because i love candy (laughs) it is so like floral peach candy yeah yeah it's so floral peach candy i think like violet specific there's like violet smells sometimes like cucumber like i think there's Uh some florals that go in a peach direction yeah because i think that like the peach feels like it was not necessarily the intentional direction of this this is so youthful this smells like like abercrombie girls yeah to me oh my god this literally is like walking down the hallway of your like 2000s era middle school totally. and there's like 
the popular girls all in a line. They're wearing popped collars. They're wearing tiny little Hollister skirts. They're wearing um, Uggs. They're wearing pearls. They're wearing North Faces. And they smell like this fucking shit. They smell like this because they were all smoking during lunch and they need to cover it up. <laughs> oh my god, wait, layering this with acro smoke to like get the full fantasy. Oh my god, obsessed with that. Obs- this would smell so slutty with cigarettes, it'd be amazing. Well, we can test it out. We have to test, we it, gotta out. test it out. So, this is something that I like would mm. never buy because I'm like, oh, this because I associate it with like Abercrombie, not not in a bat like gross, but like yeah. I don't see myself wanting to smell like that. However, if I got it as a gift, yeah, I would wear it all the time. Yeah, I yeah also feel as though it's quote unquote not me, mm-hmm. but I'm very compelled by it and very um meanwhile we like can't get over it yeah it really has a grip on me it's a little bit plasticky too it's definitely plasticky it's to me it's like so unsophisticated Mm -hmm. it's like very bath and body works Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but in like a fun way to me it's Bath and Body Works because they had some floral ones too. So this one's like cherry blossom. Yeah, <laughs> fully, 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 fully. So what's your rating for initial spritz? For nostalgia, I give it an A. That's fun. Yeah, I give it like a B. Yeah, I, I feel like it's kooky in a way because it's so just like girly and bubbly it's like i made myself this playlist that i've been like obsessed with over the past couple days of all like hyper pop that sounds like um like cartoon uh digital butterflies and this is like the perfume that smells like it specific do you know what i mean I'd need to hear the entire mix to understand. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So pausing the pod, playing the one hour and like 52 minute playlist. Um, I think it's interesting. This floral in dialogue with the Eric Buterbaugh floral, because it's very, the meme of like, there are two kinds of girls. Wow. It is actually so crazy (laughs) because they're both floral. Yeah. Like, both of them are on the floral shelf if they were both at scent bar, you know? It's making me like Eric Buterbaum more too because I associate this with like my late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. And then this, the fragrance that you shared, I associate with like my teens. Teens, totally. Early teens. I kind of feel like I, I really actually love the way that this dries down and like I was gonna say the converse like gets into my skin the dry down isn't hitting for me it goes powdery oh interesting I don't really feel that for me and I lost the peach in the dry down too I feel like for me over time because I've done I've spritzed this on myself at initial spritz I've been like whoa she's strong she's very strong And then over time, 
I'll get whiffs of myself and it's this just like light lilting floral peachy is it jasmine kind of jasmine like so you you really don't know the notes I really don't know the name doesn't give away any of the notes no so to me jasmine but now I'm getting like coconut girl oh my god wait so much coconut straight up coconut so we've gotten progressively <laughs> peach coconut jasmine yeah it's all through a very floral lens you know what this has so much of what what's our favorite note floral ozone oh, <laughs> floral ozone representation this finally. has so much this is oh my God, a very really ozonic does. it really does fragrance it's so interesting because I was at my at my mom's house and I smelled two of her perfumes and both of them had a lot of floralism in them. As as far as I could tell. This I am really carrying by saying this, but this smells like something that I think I could make with my raw materials <gasps> that I own. I would absolutely fucking lose my shit if you made a dupe of this it smells familiar enough yeah and i think if we looked up the notes i could approximate oh my god i should give you this <laughs> and just like let you let me decon- let you dupe is it not getting stronger and stronger though it's like getting so insanely strong to the point of like cloying now on the skin see to me it's just lasting normally but that's again because i have Right. Eating ass skin. <laughs> skin that eats ass. <laughs> so, you know. Analingus. Analingus skin. skin. <laughs> I got that beautiful analingus skin that <laughs> that everyone loves. So, um, dry down, you're giving a lower grade. Yeah. What's your grade for that? B. Okay. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a C plus. I'm going to give it a B plus. So it's like it starts as a B, goes to a B plus for me because I like that it's like it wafts off of me in like a kind of more subtle way. I give it a C plus. Okay. From an A to, from an a, to a C plus, yeah. Damn. Damn. She really fell. She really fell. <laughs> she really fell off. And I, for me. <laughs> it's like that tweet of like Christina was at her lowest fat nasty. <laughs> She came on this bitch mad as hell. It's exactly like that. It's exactly like that. Yeah, the Eric Peter Bass smells like very strong on you. In a, in a lovely way. I love it. Can I smell? Smell this is crazy. Oh, yeah. That's actually like bad on you now. <laughs> I, I think like you're right in grading it low because it's not great. But this is like one that I wanted to bring over because I was like, it's so trashy and weird. It smells like synthetic jasmine and floral ozone and coconut. And I've been on the fence about it where I'm like, parts of me are like, oh, I love it. It's so fun. Hee <laughs> hee. Nostalgia. Yeah. But then I have also had times where I've spritzed it and I'm like, oh. Like, no. It's funny you making that face as you describe it. I was super hungover on Sunday mm. and was like, I need to wear something that's not going to make me nauseous. Yeah. I pulled out my demented ass, pulled out pink sugar. No, girl. And I immediately was like, 
That's an immediate <laughs> wretch. And I don't even know what I put on. I have to say, there's a lot of hungover days. I cannot wear anything. Yeah. It's just like a bridge too far. Yeah, yeah. Smoke works okay. Smoke would be great because what's better for a hangover than a cig? Yeah. Hair of the dog. Exactly. But otherwise, I really try to avoid. I had a very similar situation, and this is also something else I want to talk about that I've been wanting to talk about is like mixtures. Mm. I did like a really demonic mixture that like set my teeth a clicking and clacking and chattering on, on edge. You're talking about layering different fragrances. Yeah. I love that conversation. I, most of the time I feel like I have pretty good luck with layering. Something I layered was so fucking weird. It was like the, um, chokidi mm-hmm. under something else. And chokidi, I actually will say, I think it layers well. You're nuts. In some contexts. You're nuts. Because it's just kind of like it makes something have like a gluteny, ricey note underneath something else. Yeah, but it's like it's like saying I'll have a pina colada with anything else. <laughs> it's like it doesn't mix with the meal. <laughs> well, Maybe I'm just a little free now. But you, well, you've told I'm me that you've different. like. You, I felt different. I mean, when you told me you tried layering chocadine and it didn't work, I was like, obviously. And you were like, no, girl, I do it all the time with other shit. I, I do. Like, oh. I do, and it's good. Speaking of layering, sorry, I just want to get I, one thing really quick so you can just quickly. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my normal walkabout. Yeah. <laughs> and Maddie has left the building. <laughs> I just like looked out the window and Maddie was running down the street fully nude. Um, so, you know, normal day. Okay. It's just going to smell like um, <laughs> we plus. Okay. But this with the Eric Buterbot, I layered them oh, on Friday. Oh, shit. It was so pretty. Oh my god. Mamma mia. Wait, that's really good. So that's Wee Plus and this Rose Oud, yeah. Eric Biederbach. That is fun, but it's also so weird. Like it's super weird. But we like the plasticky part of the Eric Biederbach and this yeah. makes it even more plasticky. But it's like you like literally put like a plastic rose petal on top of a s'more, which is like yummy. I'll yum, have yum, seconds. Yum. <laughs> But so we didn't rate the um, the strength, strength and, longevity and longevity for me are both very strong. Like they're both A's. Yeah, it's it's an A. It's getting stronger and stronger. I think the floral. Oh my god! You know what it's doing for me now? Hmm. It's going in a popcorn direction now, which is so psycho. Do you get that at all? A little. But that's like weirdly giving popcorn right now for me. I stand by it. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what? No, you know what? You know what else is doing that? Mm. Your fucking candle. Oh yeah, <laughs> my butter scented candle. Your butter candle <laughs> that you're burning in the background, which is rude of it's you. No, so just kidding. Rude, actually. <laughs> Extinguish I, all candles. I actually love it. Wait, and you also just spritzed wee plus in the room, yeah. which I'm like, 
No shit, I'm smelling that. Okay. Uh, we Plus is a little bit like popcorn too. So we've compromised the lab. We the lab <laughs> is so compromised. I'm like the Frederick Mall girl being like, no, the, our noses have been compromised. Get out of your cockroach. Yeah, <laughs> just like get my Windex out, start spritzing you down. Okay, do you want me to reveal what this is? I'm dying to know, and I can't wait to see the notes. Okay, so this is. This adorable little doodad. Tierra? Yeah. Is that how you spell it? No, Tierre. It's like Tierre, I think. It's French. The brand is Sole Notes. Which it's not. Look at this cute little bottle. It's so, like, janky. Did you get it from um, one of your Los Fifi haunts? I got it from... Lip Pink and Co. Oh my God, you did? Yeah. How much was that? Okay. So this is why the segue was so good from like the money that you were spending because this was $12. There we go. So I was like, oh, not only am I going to get one, I'm going to get two. Wait, of the same? (laughs) Of different ones. So I got two of these little solely note. They're absolutely adorable to me. They're so like janky and like immature and girly. This is like um, green tea, like te vert. Yeah. So the two that I got are this one. The original one that I had spritzed on us was called Tierre. T-I-A-R-E. And then this second one is called Te Blanc. Which to me is a dupe for the Bulgari Te Vert and also lime. Mm. So I'm going to spritz myself it's with just, Te Blanc. It's straight up like lime margarita. It is like lime margarita, basically. And this one I feel like is a little less like wildly You're strong. insane. Why did you buy this one? Girl. <laughs> I was in a fucking fugue state. <laughs> I was just like, wow, they're $12. I gotta buy two. It's not even the type of thing I would think. The Okay, the the one that's very ozonic is cool and weird, and I can imagine why you would be, yeah. you would be attracted to this. Well, that was the one. The, this, this one originally appealed to me. But the lime one, I imagine you being like, I sprayed in front of you, and you're like, no, girl, stop. But I do like a lime fragrance. There's a couple that we've responded to in Scent Bar that like are just straight up lime that I like. Is so it's not fully a vodka soda. Yes, it, it is. It smells like booze and lime. I mean, bitch, it's a margarita. It's a mar- <laughs> but I'm not getting tequila as much as vod. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It is more vodka. But vodka, like, classically has no scent. I know. Isn't that funny? But it's yeah. like vodka and limeade. It is like a vodka drink, kind Isn't of. It? But it's so lime. It's, it's so funny that, like, this did something for me. Well, now I like it. It's not even like I dislike either of these. They're fine. And I think that and I genuinely, like, I'm charmed by the bottles. I think the bottles are really cute. I was really charmed by the little display of them because there's, like, seven different ones. And they have them displayed in Lip Pink & Co. in this, like, little arrangement. And they're so cute. They're cute with our little um, blue yeah. Fiesta Wear teacups. 
They're gorge. If you owned a little inn, you would bring on a tray yes. a gorgeous cup of tea in the blue fiesta wear with one of those with little one of mini these. bottles. Oh my God. We should have a scent related hotel. Wait, we need to open an inn. We need to open an inn. Wait, that's so us is like. <gasps> okay, closing down the pod, opening an inn. <laughs> non sexual like, lesbian life partners opening an inn. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, friendship ended with podcast. <laughs> inn is my new friend. Honestly, I think that that would be cool. I think we'd be great at it. I think we'd do such a good job. But so these really, they're so cute. They're so little. It's, how many ounces is it? It's 0.5 fluid ounces. Um, 15, like, yeah, 15 ml. Something like that. But they're in like little squat little bottles rather than like a long skinny one. I feel like this is how big my bottle of Acro Ink is and they're trying to tell me it's 30 ml and I'm halfway done with it, by the way. It's really upsetting. That's really rude. It's really fucking rude. But so yeah, so I I, I saw these at Le Pink & Co. I, again, eyes glazed over. You leapt. I just was like, just put it in the bag. Yeah. And I also kind of feel like now when I go there... I feel a little bit of pressure to buy something because I go and really like take up a lot of their time and like get samples from them. And I, the very sweet girl that works there that I like, uh, and I always talk to every time I'm there really the last time I was there essentially tore the store apart looking for samples of something I wanted and so I really felt specifically pressure to make a purchase. And these cute little doodads were really speaking to me at the moment. And you have to make up for me who literally goes and like breaks things when yeah. I go into this. Yeah. <laughs> I got a feeling I'm so fucking sorry for this bitch. <laughs> okay. So the notes in Tierra. Yeah. Tierra. Oh, we, we really did pretty good. Coconut and peach top notes. Tierra flower is the middle, but that it's just jasmine to me. Mm. And amber is the base, which sure, I don't get. I mean, yeah, actually, but it is so ozonic. So ozonic. Wait, also, this goes back to that thing that I sent you on Instagram. So Maddie and I also just like literally when we're not potting, spend like every mm. waking hour just like sending each other things on Instagram yeah. of like we got to talk about this on the pod. And then we like, don't usually, No, but I did send Maddie something that was like a post. It was kind of like an infographic post being like the notes are a lie, (laughs) (laughs) which, so that's the thing. The notes are a lie. Yeah. And I still, to this day, wait, you can show votes. Oh, that's so random. So we're on for (gasps) Grantica. Wait, let's look at the, Oh, bitch. So you can actually toggle a little thing and you can show the votes for the notes. Okay, so the manufacturer notes mm-hmm. are coconut, peach, tierra, flower, and amber. The the notes that people guessed uh-huh. were all the same. Okay, so that's not uh, that fun. So, <laughs> well, that's not that fun. They got it right on the money. Um, but with the other one... Blanc. Yeah. Blanc. 
Okay, so this one, the notes from the manufacturer are bergamot, cardamom, sorry, no, white tea, yes, sage, fine, sure, white musk, and osmanthus. The I mean, it's basically just giving bergamot. Yeah, exactly. Um, I get white tea also. What's this? Oh yeah, so yeah, it's white all tea, the same sure. shit. So, so people, I think you can vote for ingredients, but you can only vote for the ingredients that the manufacturer provides. Yeah. So again, so that's fascism. That's complete fascism. <laughs> um, this is what we learned in school was called fascism. But so I'm ready to go through the comments, honey, and be like, yeah, I'm curious to know what, what the girlies are saying about solely notes. Tropical, coconutty, sunscreen. Okay, wait. So someone someone named Gummy Bear 002, mm. hopefully a listener, <laughs> uh, says, pretty and modern. Isn't weird for the sake of being not like other girls? And women should wear things like this more often. And I'm a woman. Yeah. And I'm doing it, baby. Wait, I'm obsessed with that review. <laughs> Tired of the punk garbage that isn't worth it. This is nice and feminine and actually flattering. See, that's the type of review. That's the shit we should. That's the shit no one is has the balls to say these I days. I'd love to have they them on the pod. Yeah. Gummy sure. Bear 002, if you're listening. This is an invite to you. Be our first guest. <laughs> I love that ethos. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't smell like the punk shit that everyone says you should wear. This is what a lady smells like. <laughs> Girl, this is what a feminist like. smells like. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. You're so random. I'm so random. Babe, you know one thing about me? I will never bring anything not random onto the pod. <laughs> but then you brought acro smoke and you really but, did but it But that's to also him. random so in random. the mix of what I've been bringing. You, you can't I'm just you saying, down. like, it's a whole wide world out there. You're right. You know? You're right. You know? You're exactly right. There was something... But you keep bringing the bangers. I'll keep bringing the random. Well, this one, this particular rose, I really wanted you to smell because I, again, took it out of retirement because Mm -hmm. I had, you know, when I started my niche journey, I had some snobbism of like, this is too like conventional or pretty or whatever. And then I pulled it out recently and I was like, this is so sexual and great and yeah. I can layer it or not or whatever. I wear this one before bed a lot. Oh, that's fun. Isn't that cute? I love that. But there was another fragrance that I really wanted you to smell. But I only have a tiny tester and I was afraid of using up too much of it mm. because I'm very close to getting an FB, but I want to do one more evening of application. That's fair. It's a light fragrance okay interesting whoa so probably what not one for me i think everyone would love it but i'm not sure well, i mean if it lasts on me is, is I also so that's the thing i have yet to find a light a perfume that is low on sillage yeah i have yet to find a perfume that doesn't have a lot of sillage that actually lasts Mm. But I've heard that they exist. Like Molecule is supposed to last. Molecule does last on me. But no sillage. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that one is going to make an appearance here sometime. So We keep saying we want to do like a test of it. Yeah. 
I kind of figure that it's because it's one of my FBs. I'll bring it. Yeah. On one episode, but it's like I'm going to keep you guessing. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So with these two solely notes, yeah, they are random. We have established that. Uh, what is your ranking for the final two categories, which are name and bottle design? So name. Uh, uh, C. For yeah. the same reason, than just like exactly. they're supposed to be saying what the thing is. I know. I love that we introduced a new category. I know. And then we had ones that have no like interesting names. But there, I trust me, there are so many I want to talk about that have like good ass names. Yeah. So it's going to be relevant sometimes. I agree. But sometimes it's just not. And I don't think that we need to discount something that is straightforward. No. Absolutely not. No. So like, I don't mind a straightforward name, but it's always going to get like a C. So these are both C's. Um, You've noticed that as you keep saying the bottle's so cute, the bottle's yeah. so cute, I've been conspicuously Totally silent. silent. Is this going to be another fight? This is so TJ Maxx to me. It is. <laughs> no, but that's like what I'm saying. It's like so cute in a TJ Maxx kind of way. Period. A. <laughs> <laughs> Well, case closed. I got to say, I can't not give it like a somewhere in the A range because it's like so much of what I purchased about it was that. I will say the TJ Maxx comment, like 100% you're right. I have these two seated amongst my fragrances, like on my little display. I'm embarrassed of these. (laughs) They're humiliating. They're really humiliating. They're my children that I hide from gas. <laughs> no, no, no. I put them in the front though. It's because I like to live and sit in the humiliation. You like to be in the I shame. I cultivate a relationship with the humiliation. <laughs> so yeah. I walk through fire and flames. Um, we haven't described what the bottle looks like. It's like no, this, you describe it because you hate them. Yeah, it's like a tiny 15 ml. Chloe, you said it was a little squat. It's true. Um, it's a little squat thing and the cap is what's really making me upset. Yeah. It has a really kind of conventional like Amazon.com silver spray uh-huh. top and over the silver spray top <laughs> is a snap on plastic uh-huh. um, transparent aquamarine. Yeah, it's large, like translucent. Large plastic cap. But the fun thing about these is all the caps are different colors. Are they? We just yeah. have bad lighting right now. Yeah. So if you go and if see them see them on display at Lip Pink, they are all different Which color caps. Which makes it, we agree, so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much worse. Uh, babe, so, I was going to say so much better. So one is aqua to my eye yeah. in this horrible lighting. One is aqua and one is... This is like more... The, the Te Blanc is more aqua. And then this one is a little more cerulean. <laughs> we have aqua and teal yeah (laughs) really different so and then the tiare um liquid inside is a little bit pink if you were to you if you were to attribute a plus a transparent plastic Mm -hmm. snap-on cap Mm -hmm. color yeah to either of these fragrances would you choose aqua or teal what do you mean? Tierra to me, it has this teal cap. Yeah. It should have, I mean, that makes sense. Te Blanc. Uh, 
Yeah. Should have a lime green. For sure. For sure. For sure. Like, there's no doubt about that, for sure. And the teal, I think, is even kind of not quite right for the TRA. I think that this should be aqua. No, the, the, the teal is wrong yeah. for the TRA. I think that they're both wrong. <laughs> but I love so them. Wrong. Like, these are my children. I accept them for who they are. We have the same style of perfume shopping. Yeah. We find something we kind of don't hate. Yeah. Buy a lot of it. Yeah. And then when it comes to shelling out 175 for a fragrance, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. For like crazy. one that's like perfect. That's beautiful that we talk about all the time. One that has like a sculptural beautiful bottle. Right. One that like. Right. Really just. No, thanks. Yeah. Maybe it'll go on sale. It's insane. We're so stupid. <laughs> Until then, TRA only. But that's the thing. I was like, if I spend my $12 here, if I spend my $12 there, if I spend a 30 on like a little whatever. Yeah. At some point, I'm going to not have the money to buy the 180, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. bottle of Acro. Mm-hmm. And then I'll regret it. And feel stupid because my house is full of fucking like exactly TJ Maxx perfume. Exactly. And this is honestly the place I get to with clothes too, where on the real real, I'm like, oh, I could just fill up my cart with things that are in the $20 range that I kind of don't really want, but like that are okay. Mm -hmm. Or I could like, you know, save up for and splurge on like, a $400 Comme de Garçon thing totally. after like waiting for it for months, totally. you know? So, and, and I never choose I never to, do to save up and wait. I never do either. To the point where when I bought La Tessa this morning from Fragrance Net, mm-hmm. first of all, I, I, I stayed on, I called customer support on Fragrance Net. Immediately. To, to be like, wait, that was a, like there was a breach. There yeah. was like a security <laughs> Like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. A um, masked man ran into my <laughs> and navigated to fragrance. 35 ml La Tessa by Mask Milano. And then ran out. I would love that. Oh my God, it's a prank. It's a prank. <laughs> so I called customer support. Of course, they didn't pick up. Why the fuck would they? Yeah. I was on hold for 20 minutes. Then I sent an email reply to the, like, congratulations, you just made a purchase. Yeah. I was like, hang on, stop, like, t- turn around. <laughs> I don't want it. No. Then, girl, I call Amazon and I say, girl. you know what, Lafafa or whatever it's called, I don't want that anymore either. They were like, sweetheart, you A, you can't return perfume ever, yeah. so forget it. Oh, really? And B, like, just don't call. Yeah. <laughs> like, get, Lose on. my number. <laughs> Lose my number, bitch. But my thinking was when I purchased La Tessa, yeah. I was like, this is $80 or whatever with tax. Mm-hmm. That's one trip to takes. So that's me <laughs> saying to one that's person. That's one potato of the day. It's me saying to one person one time, I can't tonight. Sure. It would be worth it. Sure. You know, it would be worth it if it were a fragrance I loved for a fragrance that I think is nice but isn't for me it's stupid and but if you follow the logic 175 for the fragrance that i'm saving up for uh, that i'm really excited to of have course. you of course that's only two takes us texas uh-huh 
to Texas. Is. Who could say no twice to Texas? Oh, God. How mad would you be if you were like, girl, come out, we're going to Texas. And I was like, I can't tonight. I just bought a perfume. <laughs> I'd be like, cool, we'll have fun smelling good in your house <laughs> alone. Fucking hermit ass bitch. <laughs> I would hang up the phone like customer service did to you. I would spray you like the roach you are with Windex. But like, um, yeah, I, I feel like it's, it's like a, a balance that we have to like find the better, like, yes, we have to get to a better place with that because I can't, I cannot fill my house with solely notes. Girl, I mean, do whatever you want, but, but like, if you're asking you me what I think... You know I shouldn't do that. <laughs> you know you're enabling an addict when you tell me to do that. So... So how much did you spend this day in on Toto? Just these two. So you... you it was 30 with tax. Yeah. Maybe 32. Yeah. Okay. Which, again, feels to me like Nothing. nothing. It's like a coffee. In, <laughs> yeah, my classic $30 coffee. No, but it is like a coffee and a muffin and like a Diet Coke and a breakfast burrito. Yeah, it's like it's like a... Um, Girl, it's a salad. That's yeah. what salad costs now. Right. I mean, everything costs that much. Minimum. Literally. Literally. It's like, 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 literally, this is like... One of these is like the cheapest meal I could ever buy. Yeah. You know? So it does make me feel a lot more like frivolous about $12 when everything is like over $15. Isn't that funny? The economy goes cuckoo and we spend more because it means less. Because we're, yeah, we get primed into, I mean, also again, it's like we say we in question mark, but like in quotation marks, but like, it's us two Mondo, doing that. Mondo I don't know that I'm going to say that's everyone. Well, some people are smart. But I mean, we are actually doing what Joe Biden would want us to do. Mm-hmm. Which we're is, stimulating the economy. Stimulating. We're job creators. We're just <laughs> stimulating it lightly. We're grabbing it around the shaft. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're tickling the balls of the economy. You know. Just what Daddy Joe would want. Literally. Okay, but what is that? Sorry, I know we like need to stop potting, but no, I don't want to. What is that financial advice or whatever that like? Because I say it all the time. You see something on the shelf, it's seventy five dollars, and you say, "Oh, well, that's just a night of drinks. Like I can afford that." The justification of it all. It's a justification, but the the next step logically is okay so then you have to forego a night of drinks to sure. balance the checkbook which of course no one does you go to drink to celebrate because you look cute in your new leather vest from sleeper right like- <laughs> i guess i will say that like i feel confident in the fact that there have been times in my life where i really needed to actually save money yeah um like 2020 when i was paying full, you know, two portions of rent for my apartment. I was cutting back quite extensively on the belt. Yeah. I was just like, I didn't. And obviously this is pandemic time. So it wasn't like going out or anything, but still I was like, I'm not ordering Postmates every fucking meal. Mm -hmm. I'm actually buying groceries and cooking for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, Bro, what the fuck did you make? I mean, just some fucking trash. <laughs> some gruel. <laughs> um, and it was great. I loved it. 
But then like, I do feel confident that I can do it. Like yeah. when I lived in Philly at a certain point, I like really was making no money, like zero dollars oh, and girl. zero cents. No, no, no. There's no part of me that thinks you can't do actually. You know what? Seeing this, I think you can't do it. I think you can't. These solely notes are a, a grim, a grim omen, a harbinger of doom for my financial future. <laughs> But I, God, I love them. Do you? No. <laughs> I'm crying. No, I don't. When you brought them today, were you like, what were you, what was your thinking? Were you like, well, I actually brought them because you had mentioned to me that we wanted to talk about fragrets. So oh. I, I didn't bring them with fully positive intentions in my heart. I understand. Okay, well... I feel mixed about them. I don't... I, I, I do have, like, a weird kind of love for them, but they are embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And I do have them fully on display, so... There's another school of thought that would say, well, you're already wet. You may as well dive in the pool. Mm-hmm. Get the whole line. <laughs> and next episode, just you wait. Only solely notes. Um, I was talking to the girl about how much I loved them mm-hmm. and the cute little design of the bottles. And I feel like she like now thinks I'm a fucking loser, <laughs> which she's right. But I don't want her to know that, you know? You're so embarrassed that you're embarrassed by the, the place where you bought them. You just didn't even want to shop there. Like they stocked them. They stocked they them. They made the decision to put them on their shelves. Yeah. But I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I feel like all of our listeners are turning off the pod. <laughs> They're like, well, on that note, on that top note, we gotta on go. On that top note, babe. Oh my God, on that top note, we probably should also go. Yeah, it was so nice um, speaking with you, <laughs> and I hope you get the job. Of podcaster. This was a great interview. Yeah, well, I, I really, I, your people will call my people, et cetera. We should do this again. Maybe. (laughs) Well, until next time. (laughs) Until next time. Smell Smell you later. later.